Good morning, good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast coming to you once again from the here our studios at the First Baptist Church of Algiers, and we're happy to have you folks with us. We're here, and most of you folks know we're located here in Walker, Louisiana, the First Baptist Church of Algiers on Florida Boulevard. And this is Pastor Albert Pendorvis, the old Trailblazer. <clears throat> Pastor Pendorvis, the old Trailblazer. That's what some folks call me. Saw me. Some folks call me some other thing, but I won't go into that. But we here bringing you a study now, have been for a few days, on uh, the coming of the Antichrist, revealing what's on the, on the horizon for you and me, folks. Oh, my friend, I wish I wish we all could understand and know and realize what's going to take place on this earth. But we're just giving you, uh, thus saith the Lord. My friend, are you beginning now, if you've been hearing me, are you beginning to realize what this world is headed for? When such individuals come upon the scene as the world's ruler, all the atrocities and the witnessing in Russia we find now in our satellite countries is just baby talk and child play in comparison to what this world will suffer under the rule of the willful, lawless king, the son of Satan. Oh, listen, the seed of Satan, the Antichrist. We see that Christ was born. We see that Christ was born of Mary of the woman, virgin born of the woman Mary, and that according to Luke 155, the Holy Ghost overshadowed her, and that which was conceived in her womb was born, <coughs> was the Holy One, Christ the Son of God. Now we know that that's dis- disputed all over the world today, but listen, but listen, we know what God's Word says, don't we? Every word today, the virgin birth of Christ is denied. Christ was virgin-born, whether you believe it or not. I often tell folks the Bible is true whether you believe it or not. I hold up my Bible here in my pulpit, and I say, this is God's Word. Believe it and be saved. Disbelieve it and be damned. And it doesn't matter to me if you believe it or not. I hope you do. But listen, this group of modernistic scholars who translated the RSV Bible did their best in the translation to obliterate the virgin birth of Christ. But Christ was virgin born, my friend. The Bible is true. In the olden days, everybody knew the Bible was true, but now these modernistic scholars that we have now, they know more than the Lord does. But listen, listen. The Antichrist will also be born of a woman, but will not be a virgin. Satan will be his father, but the harlot, a harlot will be his mother. Listen, he won't be virgin born. Satan will be his father, but a harlot will be his mother. You get that? Listen now, Satan will be his father. So under the influence of the Antichrist spirit, listen, they translated, these, these translators, Isaiah seven fourteen to read like this. Behold, a young woman shall conceive and bear a son. Now, my friend, that's the Antichrist scripture. We here at First Baptist Church of Algiers, we have a gracious bookstore here. We only sell a King James Version Bible, and we have criticism because we don't sell the NIV and the RSV and this, this one and that one and the other. But we only stay with God's Word because we think it, we believe it's the most uh, original and, and descriptive. Listen now, just as a born-again believer looked back 
to the Old Testament, to Isaiah 7, 14, and read, Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bring forth a son to substantiate the virgin birth of Christ. So these modernistic, evolutionists, unsaved religionists, and infidel pastors and preachers, <clears throat> dominated by the Antichrist spirit, will look back to Isaiah 7, 14 in the Antichrist Bible and quote it like this. Behold, a young woman shall conceive to prove that the Antichrist, when he comes on the scene, is the world's economic Savior and Messiah. You didn't know that God permitted in these closing days. Listen, listen, you didn't know, you don't know, is in the closing days of this apostasy that the leaders of the Antichrist movement to bring out a Bible and put it in, put in it, a young woman, a harlot, really, shall conceive. Now, brother, the battle of the versions is on. You sit up and listen. You sit up and take notice, my friend. The Antichrist will be born of a woman, and Satan will be the father of it, according to John 8, 44. When Satan speaketh of a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it, Antichrist. This, is a great, this, is, this great fact is also set forth in first, Second Thessalonians 2. And for this cause, God shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie, listen, or the lie, that they might all be damned who believed, who believed not the word of truth as that. The Antichrist is set forth in the Bible as the lie. The shadow, the shadow, listen now, the shadow of a young woman and the Antichrist will be born the lie. The true Satan over, overshadow a young woman and the Antichrist will be born as Christ is the mystery of godliness. Now, in Second, First Timothy 3, so the Antichrist will be the mystery of iniquity. The mystery of godliness is God's is God tabernacled in human flesh. The mystery of iniquity will be Satan tabernacled in human flesh. Then as Christ, as Christ, the Son of God, is in the second person of the Holy Spirit, Holy Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, so, just so, the Antichrist will be the second person of the evil trinity, Satan, the Antichrist, and the false prophet. Oh, my friend, I hope, I hope you can understand. I hope you can absorb that. No doubt you're asking this question in your mind, maybe. How can this thing be? God will give Satan the power, and remember this one thing, that Satan has no power except what the Lord gives him to become the father of his own, the Antichrist, born of a woman. Do you mean to tell me, Pastor, that Satan will cohabit with a member of Adam's race and bring forth a son? He certainly will. There will be there is a revival now of demon worship all over this land of ours, such as we have never seen since the days of Noah. Do you know, my friend, that women by the scores are giving themselves over now to demon spirits and are entering into unlawful relationship with them? You say, oh, no. 
and in many instances are entering into marriage relationship with demon spirits and make love to them. Do you know that demon spirits now take on the form of material bodies and impersonate individuals and that young women will enter into relationship with them, carry on sexual relationship with them? Brother, that's going on right now all over this country. Devil worship is worldwide. Satan is slowly taking over all the forms of religion. All the forms. Man, my friend, ask the Lord to open your eyes. Don't be, don't be deceived, my friend. <clears throat> this is evidenced in the growing hatred of the religious world against the Bible, which has led to the so-called New Bible, the RSV, which is nothing but the Antichrist Bible. It is evidenced in the fact that the doctrine of blood redemption and salvation by substitution are laughed at and relegated to the background, and another gospel is being substituted, which is bloodless, powerless, and has a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof. As a preacher said the other day to me, no wonder preachers hate Shelton. No wonder preachers hate Pendarvis. No wonder they hate the old trailblazer and disassociate themselves from him. He is a too narrow and too hard-nosed. He's a doom and gloom preacher because he's preaching a sinner can be, on, can be saved only by substitutionary death of Christ, which is right, my friend. Christ on the cross, our substitute. In our seminaries and Bible schools now is taught another gospel, as Paul set forth in Galatians 1.11. Yes, the gospel of Christ is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, it is the gospel that Christ died for sinners. It is the gospel of blood redemption and in and through the Christ, the living God. It is the gospel of substitution. Do you have a substitute, my friend? Did you know you can't be saved without a substitute? The Antichrist has a gospel, which is another gospel. It is being taught today with expression like these words. We believe in God but they never mention the name of Christ. If they do, it's always with a, a spirit of apology. Now listen, you listeners, get this. Listen to the average preacher today, and he's always, he's always talking about God, God this and God that. Now, trust God, turn to God, but very seldom do you ever hear him mention Christ, the Son of God. When they speak of the second person of the Trinity, they call him. Listen now. Listen. Perk up your ears and listen. They call him Jesus. Oh, my friend, if you've got any spiritual sense at all, you'll know exactly what I'm saying. Jesus this and Jesus that. I have folks call me, business people call me all over the country. Pastor, we want to sell you some T-shirts with Jesus all this and Jesus that. No, I don't. I tell them no. Excuse me. No, I don't do that. It's Jesus this or Jesus that or Jesus something. In other words, the present day preaching is Christless. That's a good word, folks. They have no substitute. Wherein they ought to be exalting Christ, the Son of God, the exalt man, and a humanized Christ. 
The gospel of Christ exalts the Son of God and abases man. Man is preached down, Christ is preached up, and man comes to see his need of salvation. The Holy Spirit honors that preaching by opening the hearts of sinners to see their lost, ruined, undone condition, my friend, and then presents Christ as a sinner's substitute. He then reveals to such an awakened soul his heart, Christ, as the one who died for him. It's Christ, my friend, and as, as creator, exalts man, humanizes Christ by the name of Jesus, leaves a sinner without a substitute to live under. The cloak of religion, ruled by the spirit of the Antichrist, and makes him a two-four more the child of hell. Now, listen, listen, we're coming down to the close of the, like the introductory message of the coming of the Antichrist. We're going to get started, and uh, you may ask this question. Do you know Christ? Let me ask you this question. Do you know Christ? Can you, can you look up and say, thank you, Lord, for saving a poor old sinner like me? I know, I know that we're fighting a losing battle, my friend, but God is still on the throne. Did you know the Lord is still on the throne? You can't win fighting God. You say, I'm, I'm trusting Jesus as my Savior. Well, do you know him as Lord? Have you ever known him as Lord? Oh, listen, do you know him as the sovereign Lord? Have you ever bowed your knee to the Lord? Have you ever been convicted of your sin, that you were a lost, poor lost soul? Oh, my friend, listen, down at the feet of a sovereign God, eternal, omnipotent, confessing him as your Savior and your Lord until he becomes experimental, experimentally your own. Oh, my friend, may the Lord help us, help us. We'll be back uh, tomorrow with another message from God's Word. And uh, you, you write me. Will you do that? My mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my phone number I give you quite often, air code 225-664-8658. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis inviting you to tune in each week. Also, in our next study, we'll give you a list of material that we have here uh, broadcast and schedule. We give those to you. So goodbye and God bless you. Until next time, may God bless you.